Welcome back Magic the Gathering players. My name is Coach and I will be the narrator for this featured video. Today I'm going to be going over which color has had the most success in the professional Magic the Gathering standard format along with what you should be playing based on statistics and history. To help us accomplish this feat, we have taken a look back at the past competitions such as the Pro Tours, Grand Prix, and World Cups, along with Nationals and Star City Games of the past two decades. We then looked at all the winning decks in each one of these competitions and compiled the numbers for each color and combinations. The overall results were kind of unexpected to say the least. To start off this video, let's begin with a historical examination of the standard format itself. Back in the early days of Magic the Gathering, the standard format was originally called the Type 2 format. It was a constructed format that used cards from the two most recent blocks, with each block typically consisting of three expansion sets. The Type 2 format also consisted of the most recent core set, with the very first core set of the Magic the Gathering franchise being both Alpha and Beta sets. For the very first Pro Tour, the core set that was being used at that time was 4th edition. Other examples of core sets that would be used in the standard format in its history would be 7th edition, 10th edition, and the most recent core set, Magic Origins. The format today, as of shooting this video, now uses 3-4 to four blocks, with each block only containing 2 expansion sets. There are also no core sets due to the company Wizards of the Coast discontinuing its production after Magic Origins. So there's the quick rundown of the standard format, a format that uses a limited amount of card sets and that changes on a scheduled basis. But now onto the bigger question, what color has had the most win success in a professional standard competition? Well, looking back at the past results, there have been a variety of strategies and color combinations to win these events. However, we're not going to be talking about overall deck strategy, such as aggro or control, but are instead going to be examining which color is included the most in winning decks. Let's start with the color green, the color most associated with trample, mana ramping, plus one plus one counters, and extremely large creatures. Green is also the color involved with combinations such as Gruul, Simic, Tamir, and Naya, just to name a few. The first time green made an impact on the professional standard scene that we could find was back at Worlds in 1994, and was in the band control deck run by Zach Dolan. Green cards that were included in this band control deck were the cards Birds of Paradise, Lay Druid, and Regrowth in the main board along with Floral Spasm and Winter Blast accompanying the sideboard. These cards only played a supporting role as most of the cards were mana ramping or returning vital pieces to the player. Most of the actual work was being done by the colors blue and white to eliminate an opponent's threats and control the board state soon after. What about green being used in the most recent winning decks? Well, one of the latest deck techs that we see the color green in is in Victor Fernando Silva's Tamir Tower deck from the Porto Alegre Grand Prix in March of 2017. This deck used the artifact Dynavolt Tower from the Kaladesh expansion as the main engine to gain energy counters and slowly chip away at the opponent's life total. Green cards included in this deck was the Manland Lumbering Falls, Natural Obsolescence, and a Tune with Aether involved in the main board, accompanied by the other cards Narnam Renegade, Long Tusk Cub, and Tireless Tracker, as well as one copy of Natural Obsolescence being a part of the sideboard. So even with one of the most recent deck techs, green was not heavily involved in the overall scheme. Most of the work in this case would be taken up by the color blue. Other facts about this color when looking back at the standard format were that the color combination's gruel, which is red and green, has had 12 winning decks, or about 6% of the winning decks of the standard format. This is also out of 196 total winning decks in the history of standard. The color combination Selesnya, which is white and green, had 11 winning decks, or 5.5% of the time. And all six times that there were a winning four color deck, green was a component of all of them. But here are some of the downs that green has had overall. When it comes to monocolor decks, green has only won twice. 
these decks being Daniel Royd's Eldrazi Green deck at the 2011 Great Britain Nationals and Nikolai Herzog's Stompy deck all the way back to the 1999 European Championships. On top of that, the color combination Simic, which is blue and green, has never won a professional standard competition ever. So the win rate for decks that include the color green ends up being in total 17.6%. This makes green seem less favorable in the standard format, assuming that the win rate in each color should have been a baseline of 20%. Let's move on with the next color, the color black, which is most associated with scary creatures, death touch, graveyard abuse, and kill spells. Black is also used in the color schemes Orsof, Demir, Saltai, and Esper combinations. We first see the color black make an impact in the standard format back in 1995, when it was part of the winning Esper color rack deck at the World's Competition. The deck was played by Alexander Blumke, and he used the revised edition card, the rack, as the main engine to chip away at an opponent's life if an opponent did not have enough cards in their hand. Some of the black cards that were part of this deck were Hypnotic Scepter, Sanger Vampire, Dark Ritual, Hymnatorok, along with Dance of the Dead and Terra inside the main board, while the sideboard had the cards Gloom and Stromgall Cabal. 15 months after this, the first model black deck would win at Pro Tour Dallas 1996. This deck was run by Paul McCabe and used the powerful draw spell Necropotence as the main engine. Pretty good for black showing off its dominance in the late 90s. One of the most recent decks that the color black has been involved with is the Golgari Constrictor deck at the 2017 Grand Prix in Pittsburgh. This deck was played by Ryan Hare and used the creature Winding Constrictor as one of the main engines to double the amount of counters a creature or artifact was going to receive. A few of the cards included in this deck was the Manland Hissing Quagmire, Catacomb Sifter, Fatal Push, and Walking Ballista for the main board, while the sideboard had the cards Transgress the Mind, Flame Tendrils, Kalidas Trader of Get, and Nixilis Reignited. Here's some other statistics for the color black. Mono black decks have been the second best single color decks, with 8 winning decks total, or 4%. This also includes the mono black zombie deck from Pro Tour Amiket, played by Jerry Thompson. Along with that, the Golgari color combination in its history has also won seven professional competitions, while Orzhov, which is white and black, has only had four winning decks ever, which comes to about 2%. Esper, which is black, white, and blue, has had eight winning decks, or 4%, and Saltai only has won three times, coming at 1.5%. In all, the win rate for decks that include the color black in all of standards history is at about 19.5%, so it just falls short of the 20% baseline that we mentioned earlier. Next up we have the color red, the color most associated with aggro decks, haste, goblins, and burn spells like the infamous lightning bolt. Red is also part of some color combinations such as Boros, Rakdos, Jun, and Mardu. The first instance of red being part of a winning deck was the deck called Wildfire run by Kai Buddy at the 1999 Worlds in Yokohama. The main idea of the deck was to use artifacts as your mana source along with the creature Karn Silver Golem to turn said artifacts into attacking creatures. Wildfire would be used not only as a board wipe, but to also make each player sacrifice four lands. Red cards being used in this deck were the cards Covetous Dragon and Massacore from the main board, with more red supported cards coming from the sideboard such as Spellshot, Shattering Pulse, Boil, along with Earthquake. Another deck to look at was the Mono Red deck used by David Larson at the 2008 Grand Prix in Copenhagen. This deck used mana efficient creatures along with a good combination of non-creature spells to quickly knock out an opponent. Red cards included in the main board were Demigod of Revenge, Figure of Destiny, Incinerate, and Scred, since the deck used Snow-Covered Mountains along with Unwilling Recruit, Greater Gargadon, and Everlasting Torment taking up the sideboard. Recently, we have seen the dominance of the Mardu Vehicles deck, which have had five of the winning decks in the 10 most recent professional competitions. The Mardu color scheme consists of red, white, and black, and is seen constantly in aggro-style decks. These decks, however, only see a splash of red and are not the main engines. 
Red cards that you might see in the main board are the cards Unlicensed Disintegration and Chandra Torture Defiance, along with the sideboard most likely having the cards Oath of Chandra and Nahiri the Harbinger. The main engines of these decks are either going to be your artifact vehicle such as the Heart of Kirin, or the very effective non-vehicle artifact creature Walking Ballista. So how is red done in Magic's overall standard format history? Well, Mardu, including its recent standard wins, has had 10 winning decks out of the 196 decks that we've looked at, placing it roughly at 5% of deck wins. Another color combination, Jun, which uses red, black, and green, however, has only had 4 total wins, or 2%. When it comes to two color combinations, Rakdos, which is black and red, has won nine total times, which is a little over 4.5%. Red does, however, have the most amount of wins for a monocolored deck, but only at nine wins, or a little over 4.5%. In turn, when it comes to this color with all the decks it has been included in, those decks have only won 16.2% of the professional standard competitions in all of standards history, the absolute lowest percentage of the five colors well below the assumed baseline that we mentioned earlier. So that's terrible news for red players who want to win a professional competition anytime soon. So this brings us down to two colors left to talk about. The first of the two remaining colors we will look into is the color blue, which is most associated with control decks, flying creatures, card advantage, and counter spells. Some of the color combinations that also have a blue color inclusion are combinations such as Demir, Izzet, Grixis, and Jeskai. Besides blue being part of the 1994 and 1995 world decks, one of the other earlier decks it was also part of was the Tinker deck back in World 2000 in Brussels, which was played by John Finkel. This deck used many artifacts with the card Brainstorm being the only blue card in the main board. On the sideboard, you had the other blue cards such as Rising Waters, Miscalculation, along with the other cards Chill and Annul. So with that, blue in this case was only used to assist the artifacts as they were the main engine of this winning deck. About five years ago in early 2012, you also had blue that was included in many control decks such as Azorius Control, Debeer Control, Blue Black Zombies, along with an Esprit Colored deck. Common blue cards that you would see in this time frame were cards such as Thought Scour, Delver of Secrets, Mana Leak, and Snapcaster Mage as part of the main board, while the cards Dissipate and Negate were on the side. You also had the card Phantasmal Image accompanying both sides depending on the strategy. The most recent inclusion that we see blue in besides Tamir Tower and the Sahili Combo deck was back in October of 2016 at Grand Prix Santiago. This was the white and blue aggro deck that was played by John Chavaria. In this deck, you had the cards Reflector Mage, Spell Queller, Negate, and Spell Shrivel that composed the blue base, but was considered a minor color since most of the cards doing the work were Thraven Inspector, Selfless Spirit, Archangel Avacyn, and Gideon Ally of Zendikar. You also had the inclusion of the card Smuggler's Copter, but that card would be banned in Standard soon after. Even before that, you had the Grixis Control deck played by Shota Yasuka and Pro Tour Kaladesh. In this deck, you had the blue cards Thing in the Ice, Anticipate, Glimmer of Genius, along with Void Shatter, Torrential Gearhulk, and Jace Unraveler of Secrets that were all part of the strategy. Blue definitely played a major role in this deck. With that, let's turn to Blue's overall standard performance. Looking at the color combinations such as Demir, which is blue and black, we see that this color scheme has won a total of 13 times in all of Standard's professional history. This results in a percentage of winning decks in all of Standard's history at about 7%. Another dual color combination, is it? the colors red and blue, however, only had 5 winning decks overall, coming to about 2.5%. Mono blue decks have only won 4 times, or 2%, red, white, and blue Jeskai decks have only won 6 times, or about 3%, and Grixis, which uses the color black, red, and blue, have only won twice. Even with all those negative factors, however, the inclusion of the color blue and its overall win percentage is actually 21.5%.
This means that blue's performance is just slightly better than black, but statistically better than green and red. Which leaves us with our last color that we need to talk about, and that is the color white. The color most associated with soldier creatures, vigilant, exile spells, and of course, Gideon. Lots and lots of Gideons. White is also included in the color schemes such as Selesnia, Azorius, Bant, and Abzan. One of the decks that we first see make an impact besides the 1994 Bant deck and the 1994 Esper decks previously mentioned was actually at the very first Pro Tour in New York back in 1996. There was a white and blue mill control deck that was played by Michael Lacanto. The deck was made to counter threats that an opponent had, then move on to making an opponent run out of cards. The main engine was the card Millstone, to force an opponent to place the top two cards of their library into the graveyard every time you play two mana and tap the card. Some of the white cards included in the main board setup were the cards Disenchant, Swords of Plowshares, Land Tax, and the always good to have board wipe, Wrath of God, while the sideboard had Divine Offering and Circle of Protection Red. Just six months later at the 1996 Worlds in Seattle, you would have the very first winning monocolor deck. This deck was a white weenie deck that was played by Tom Champagne. What was interesting about this deck is that the deck was misregistered and was supposed to include the land Adarkar Waste. However, the lands were forced to be played since Adarkar Waste was not included and the only blue card, Slay of Mine, couldn't be played. The white cards involved in this deck's main board were Savannah Lions, Or of the White Shield, Reinforcements, Sarah Angel, Balance, and the very powerful sorcery spell, Armageddon, while the sideboard had the cards Reprisal, Exile, Energy Storm, and Arensen's Aura. Recently, the color white has been involved with the Abzan color scheme during the cons block of 2015. Within these decks, typical cards that were white or had white in its mana cost were Abzan Charm, Wingmate Rock, Anaphensa the Foremost, and Elspeth Sun's Champion commonly seen in the main boards along with Dramoka's Command, Fleece Main Lion, Soren Solemn Visitor, and a Johnny Mentor Heroes accompanying the sideboard. The all-powerful creature Seedrano was the staple in all of these decks. With 4 power, 5 toughness, and trample, Siege Rhino also had the enter the battlefield effect of gaining 3 life while your opponent lost 3 life. This made Siege Rhino and the Abzan color scheme highly favorable during this year. So what about White's overall performance throughout the years? When it comes to White in a monocolor deck, White has only won 4 times, or 2% of all winning decks. In some of the dual color combinations such as Orsoft, which is black and white, they've only won 4 times, while the colors Boros, which is red and white, has only won 3 times, or about 1.5% of all standard professional wins. In truth, however, that is really all the negative things that White has really experienced. Look back at the other color schemes White has been in. Celestia, which is green and white, has won 11 times or about 5.5%. On top of that, the color schemes Jeskai, Bant, Esper, Mardu, and Abzan all include White and have a combined win total of 46, with Abzan having 14 of those. All 5 of those triple colors are also the 5 best colors of the 10 triple color combinations. And that is not even the craziest stat for White. Remember the Azorius color scheme, blue and white? Well, it turns out Azorius is by far the most successful color combination in all of Standard's professional history. Azorius has had a total of 34 winning decks, or around 18% of all of Standard's professional history. No other color combination even comes close to these numbers. So to finish off white, the percentage of winning decks this color has been a part of in total is 25.2%, 5.2% above the supposed baseline and, in general, the most dominant color of the standard professional format. Also, some other cool stats that we discovered is that in all of standard's history, 31% were tricolor decks, 13.5% were one-color decks, 3% were four-color decks, 1.5% were five-color decks, and an insanely high 51% of all winning decks only used two colors. 
So that concludes our video over standards, professional history, and how each color performed in that timeline. The next time you play at another Grand Prix, Pro Tour qualifier, or even your next FNM, definitely consider white as an inclusion within your deck. I hope you enjoyed this breakdown and definitely hope everyone learned a thing or two about standards professional history. You guys could do me a favor by liking this video, subscribing to my channel, leaving a comment, and by sharing this video with your friends. While you're here, make sure you check out the Card Anthology series, where I go over each set of Magic the Gathering. You can click the link in the description to see the very first episode over Alpha and Beta, or click the link below that one to see one of our most recent episodes. You can also find us at Twitter by searching at the Card Bazaar CC to learn about the channel updates and more upcoming projects that we will have in store. Also, make sure you check out our sponsor, Five Color Combo. Check out all their products and their playmats that they released last month, and make sure you use the code THECARDBAZAAR to get a 5% discount on all your total purchases. Be sure to also download the Five Color Combo app today. So that is all I have today, everyone. This is Coach signing out, and I will see you guys next time.